I just found all these videos of me that I used to take our little like camcorder and I would like set it up on the piano and then do like full performances of me like pretending there was an audience like playing piano being like I'm just a girl and I'd like look at the camera and I would just like wait for like the applause that wasn't there. <laughs> the OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon. Yo. What's good? How are you? I'm so good. What are you up to? Not much. Just got back home after being away for what feels like forever. So yeah, can't complain. <laughs> I know where you were. Okay. Yeah. You were on tour. My boy submitted his video over the weekend. I was like, damn, how did she get so good on stage so quick? How did you? I'm honestly, I've been performing since I was like five years old. So I like that was always like the first thing um, before the writing, before singing or anything I was like wanted to be a performer from the get-go so that was like the that's the thing that comes like the most natural to me for sure did you like when you were a kid did you like get in front of the mirror and like practice like what what a rock star should look like oh my god even worse I just found all these videos of me that I used to take our little like camcorder and I would like set it up on the piano and then do like full performances of me like pretending there was an audience like playing piano being like I'm just a girl and I'd like look at the camera and I would just like wait for like the applause that wasn't there (laughs) it's so bad better now that you're getting actual applause right I know yeah now I'm like okay at least I practiced you know (laughs) so my boy I think was shooting your show he he sent lots of pictures of you and he had his daughter there and they met you backstage they said you were cool I said good I've never had a bad experience meeting like a celebrity you really wanted to meet. And then all of a sudden you met him and you're like, oh, um, I've so here's the thing. I was just talking about this recently. I like the last two tours I did because I did like the Youngblood and the main tours. They're both just like insanely like all of them are so such wonderful people. I'm like terrified now to go on like any other tours because I'm like, there's no way everybody's like this. No, and I'm not. so scared. I'll be honest with you. I've only had like a handful of bad like interviews like awkward interviews or someone was weird or uh, generally and more of them are like actors than musicians musicians for some reason I get I like I've been interviewing musicians for I don't know 20 years yeah (laughs) I'm kind of new to actors but I almost feel like actors aren't as comfortable in their skin as musicians are you know what I mean yeah I get that but I'm still lucky I've never had like a straight up Dude, same. I mean, there's there's like genuinely people who I like have said that I don't want to work with even in the future because I'm such big fans of them that I'm like, if this gets ruined for me, like my entire identity will be in question. And I'm like, I can't have that. So I just, I'm going to refuse. Like John Mayer. I never want to meet John Mayer. <laughs> like, of course, if he like calls me one day and is like, let's hang out, I would be cool. like, really cool. <laughs> like, fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's good to know because that's like one of the terrifying things where I'm like, what if you just like met him and he was just like, I hate your music and you're just like, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh it my God. Not that bad, but you know what it is? Like everyone has bad days. Everyone's yeah. entitled and they're entitled to have a bad day. Um, but like I noticed like the footage from backstage with you meeting your fans, like you weren't having a bad day. And do you think about that? Oh I my God. You look it's... like you were so warm and welcoming and so nice to each fan that came up it's to you. So nice. I was like, oh, she gets it. She gets it. Yeah, it's so hard. It's so funny that you said that because it's actually a conversation I was having at that show because 
So I played like three festivals this weekend. So I played in three different states. We did Kentucky, then Boston, then Texas, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and like missed, like our flights got canceled for the first time. So we had to drive 14 hours overnight to Boston. And then we ended up doing like a morning, a, like 6 a.m. flight to Texas. And then it was 90 degrees the whole day. Like just really, really tired, a really long weekend. Um, and the the performance at So What in Texas was like, it was probably the hardest show I've ever done in my whole life. Like it That's was- That's where my boy met you, by the way. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. I know exactly who he is though. He's like tall. I remember his daughter. I Like they were so, so sweet. He looks um, like, a, like a big like biker dude. Like he wouldn't yeah. expect him to like understand pop music, but he does. Yeah. There is his um, daughter who thinks you're a goddess, by the oh way. God, she was the sweetest. I'm so glad I got to meet her. Um, but yeah, we, I did the show and it was like, it was so hot to the point that like, I went down on my knees at one part in the show and burned my kneecap because oh. hot the stage was like, it was so hot. And, um, and I got off the stage and I like, felt like I was going to throw up. I felt like I just did sick, like 30 minutes of cardio. You know what I mean? Like, like indirect sunlight. And it was the first time that I ever felt like really overwhelmed by like people coming at me. Um, just even to say hi or things like that, just because I like, I feel like I am like, I just need to catch my breath and then I can like have a conversation. But it was the first time that I got like really overwhelmed by it because I just was like, so I felt so sick to the point where I was like, I, I can't push my body for another 10 minutes right now. I need like a 30 second, like break and then I'll be good to go. Yeah. And, um, so it was really funny cause I felt so bad that I was like, want to go like give every single person a hug. And I've never felt that way. And I've never, I've always been like, though, Oh my God, there's only a hundred people waiting. Let's go say hi to all of them. You know? And I really do feel that way. I'm like, that is the reason I'm able to make music. Those are the people who come to my shows. Like I, I love them all so much, like individually, like I'm such good friends with every single person that I, I have on my you out on tour. Six weeks with young blood, two months with the main. Okay. And so, um, I have not been home for more than two weeks since January. So what do you, this is your apartment where you live right here, by the way. Yeah. What's your favorite part of the house? What were you missing the most? Like, what's the first thing you did when you got home? That's a great question. I love this couch. (laughs) (laughs) Um, honestly, I just like, so I moved into my apartment a year ago and I, it was like, I lived for like three years. I lived in a really apartment in Nashville. Um, it was because it was so cheap that it was like, okay, I'm either going to play double this anywhere else, or I can use that money to pay for music videos and to pay for producers and all that stuff. And even after I could afford to move, I just kept that apartment because I wanted to spend money on other things for music. And so finally last year I was like, this is now affecting like my mental health and I need to move. And I got this apartment, um, in Nashville, which I love so much. And it has like so much sunlight, which I never had. And I never realized how much that actually affected my mood throughout the day. Oh yeah. And so now I like the second I got home having like a kitchen that I can like make my own food in and not just be eating like quick things all the time to be able to sit on a couch and like read a book. Just so that looks nice. like one of those couches that'll swallow you up and you can just be there all damn weekend. I have been. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, took, I took a nap yesterday by accident. I fell asleep when we got back from the airport. And I'm not a big nap person because I'm just like, I will never, I won't be able to function afterwards. And I took, I think I fell asleep for like four hours and I woke 
up and I just, I swear to God, I didn't know my identity. Like I couldn't, I couldn't form a sentence for like 30 minutes after the nap because of how like unconscious I was <laughs> because I was just so tired. Um, but yeah, I'm very happy to be home. Um, yeah, it's been a very, very crazy few months for me. If you weren't working over like a long weekend, like we just had, would you be on that couch for the weekend or would you be out partying? Like, where are you like on a scale of like zero being, you would be on that couch knitting scars for kittens or you, you know, <laughs> 10, you might wind up in the hospital. Where are you on that scale? I love it. 10. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. I really am a zero or a hundred person. Um, I am one or the other and not in between. I mean, I wouldn't be in the hospital. I can uh, control myself. But um, I definitely like, I think coming back from touring, um, I definitely realized the how much I need to be. There's such a weird balance of like needing to be alone for the first time in six weeks and having your own personal space. But then also kind of, I've realized that a lot of other people that are on the road with me just want to be by themselves and be home. And I've realized that like, for me to feel like a normal human being again, I kind of have to go do things like with people who don't know about music or don't know what my tour setup is or how many DIs I need for my, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, just like normal people. And, um, and I've realized that people always make fun of me because there's a bar in Nashville called Red Door that's like really well known because it's like a ton of songwriters go there and it's like it's really good like used to be a cool local spot now it's kind of uh, a lot of everybody but um I used to always go there and now I've started realizing that I kind of like like going to places like that when I get home because it's the only place that reminds me of like how far I've come and I know that sounds so weird but like it's the only way to judge like oh I remember sitting here four years ago and I didn't have a single song out and I was scared to go use my own name for my artist project. And I didn't know that anything was going to like blah, blah, and all this stuff. And I can sit there and be like, I sat in this chair and I did this, you know, and it's the only thing that hasn't changed. And it gives and you that's perspective. Like, yeah, exactly. And other people will be like, oh my God, of course you're going to this bar. Of course you're going here. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, these are the places that I was when nobody gave it about me. And it's like, really, it's the only place I can go back to and be like oh things have changed you know <laughs> and it's kind of nice that everything is still happening around you and everything is still the same and all the bartenders are still the same and all the, the people that you run into are still the same but you can just sit there and be like damn okay are people Life's still treating you the same yeah I mean good. it's Nashville's a good place to live I really I really believe that like there's so many good people here and it's not like a there are like LA factors of it in the sense of like there are everywhere you know there's always people who want to get something out of you but here it's definitely more feels like a small like a hometown our show was actually on in nashville we can call out some of those people if you'd like to mention some names by the way. <laughs> let's go <laughs> <laughs> absolutely um yeah no it's it's really wonderful i'm so i'm really proud to live here and everyone is just um wonderful and just really kind and it's really it's fun to come home to here yeah well congrats on dress and Thank you. This must be crazy for you. Where do you want it to go? What's success for you? Some people would say, oh, I had a song went viral. That's all I need. I have a feeling that's not what you're going for. What, what is uh -oh. success for you then? I want everything. I want to be playing stadiums while also maintaining my health. And um, I want to be able to take care of my family and my team and my friends financially. Um, 
I want to, my biggest thing is that I want to be able, I want to find the place of being the biggest artist I can possibly be and reaching the biggest audiences I can reach while also maintaining creative control. And like, I don't want to sacrifice my creative control for the other thing. Cause then it's not really worth it for me. Um, and that's always just kind of been the balance is like, I want to be as big as I can while being myself and, um, while not having to like sell out, um, certain things. You what, know? Like what, what, uh, what is a part of you that you're clinging to that you're like, I don't care how big I get, you're not going to take this away from me. Oof. Wait, which part I, I love these you? questions. No one ever asks questions like this. And it's, I'm this not is sure so I've fun. Ever asked that question. No, I love it. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things for me that are like parts of my identity. Like I wear like really baggy clothes and I've always kind of like, I've always just worn stuff that makes me feel comfortable. And I remember going into so many meetings with so many companies and labels and people who would always say this phrase and it bugs me so much. They would always be like, you want you have to be the girl that every girl wants to be and that every guy wants to date or wants to sleep with. And I thought that was like the weirdest phrase and it was said so often and thrown around so much at me and I it's so creepy and and like it's like oh pop music like you have to be the girl whoever girl wants to be and the girl ever guy wants to date and I remember being like but I don't want to be that like I don't want to be the girl that girls want to be I want to be the girls that girls are like I want to be friends with that girl or like that girl is like my big sister or like that's somebody I want to go get a drink with. Like that's the energy I want to give off. And, um, and same with, I'm like, I don't ever want to be on like a plane, a show and be like, I hope all these guys who came with their girlfriends want to date me. Like that's so <laughs> weird. What a creepy it's way to such think a, about it. I know. And it ruined like the appearance of like pop stuff for me for a while because it felt so manufactured and felt so like, weird and it started making me dress in like this way that I was like I don't want anybody even to think about what I look like like I want it to like I want you to be a fan of me or not a fan of me because of my music I wanted to have nothing to do with what I look like or like what like anything that's like that that doesn't matter it's all like materialistic and um and so I think that's a big part of my identity is like not necessarily having to wear sweatpants and sweatshirts for the rest of my life and like but being able to kind of reflect my own like being able to choose it's like the Billie Eilish thing like she gets to choose when she wants to come across a certain way and when she wants to wear baggy clothes when she feels confident wearing baggy clothes when she feels confident wearing nothing like that's completely up to her and she gets to make those decisions and I think that there's a lot of artists that over their careers especially like years ago when there weren't platforms where you could like open up about this stuff and people kind of see your side of it yeah. And a lot of female artists that really got taken advantage of in the way that they were like, if you're not playing like the attractive thing, then you're not getting this. So you're not going to be able to tour with this person. You're not, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I think that's really important to me is be like, I'm not just trying to be like a pretty pop artist. I'm just trying to make music that I love and I want, I'm not going to sacrifice my, the quality of my music just because I, want to wear like pajamas sometimes <laughs> like it doesn't Not make sense for that have you yeah. um have you gotten to talk to billy to like get any advice about this kind of stuff no oh my god i wish she's like i mean it's so weird because she's like so much younger than me but 
is like so much more mature. (laughs) Like I watch her in interviews and I'm like, how do you have this so figured out? And um, she's just the coolest person. Like I genuinely, I respect her so much. I'm such a fan and um, the way she carries herself and just how she's just so unapologetically herself creatively. It's and tough. Leo's it's tough for us. Leo's we want so bad to be liked by everybody. Leo. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I know. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know you're the ninth. I'm the 17th. We're very similar. Oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. yeah. It, it really, really is. It's so funny. What about, um, have you talked to Harry Styles? Only in my dreams. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I haven't. I have this whole, like, I like to believe that Harry Styles knows the song and he memorizes the lyrics and he just, like, wakes up every day and goes to the gym and listens to Dress. And it's like, <laughs> this song is so cool. But he's like, I don't want to come off creepy. So I'm just, like, not going to hit her up, you know? And <laughs> that's my oh, idea. You've got a lot of those details thought through. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, this girl is nuts um but I don't know it's so funny because there is a certain part of me that's just like really curious if he has or not but there's also a part of me that's like I kind of hope he hasn't and I kind of hope it just like he finds out in like a few years and is like and we're like I'm at the point in my career where I can be like yeah you never heard that song of mine thanks a lot you know <laughs> I hate to break like, it to you someone's <laughs> brought that song to his attention they had to have he's like charlotte i'm so sorry it got so big i had him on the show a couple weeks ago he was here no way nice guy yeah he's just an angel and i i make so many jokes about this whole situation that i'm so scared that he's just gonna uncover all these like creepy comments i've made when truly i just like really really love him and like respect him and just like want to I feel like he's one of those people that you just like want to be in their orbit. Like they're just make everything better around them. And he comes off like that kind of energy. Uh, he's a superstar. He's got yeah. a superstar vibe. That yeah. new album is all amazing, by the way. I'm oh sure my God. Yes. Matilda is my, is my number one. Right now. Uh, Daylight is my number one, but I love it. Whole album's good. Thank you for your time. It's been a lot of fun. Oh my God. Yes, of course. Thank you it, for having me. It really me has. And has it been the typical um, <laughs> list of bull- question answer uh interview so i hope you enjoyed that i really have i really appreciate (laughs) you mixing it up it makes it a lot more fun the ohp uncut podcast with canon